Hello and welcome. My next guest is Ayo Sokele, who is a chartered civil engineer and a keynote speaker for the BBC, presenting programs such as Bite Size and Smithsonian Channel. She's also a young politician who just recently stepped down as deputy mayor for Reading, as well as a real equal warrior. The most striking thing about her is at a young age, she has already accomplished a lot and is a STEM ambassador, mentoring and coaching others to take a career in civil engineering. Ayo shares a passion for helping people to have a positive mindset and making that change. You're listening to Impactful Billionaires, the podcast with award-winning social entrepreneur, Nayasha Kwaditsu. Do more, be the impact. A For The Now media production. Okay, so I mean, um, thank you very much for creating time to come and talk to me on my podcast. But I just really start with um, people just telling me, what what are you doing at the moment? Okay. In what capacity? That's a big question. In any, any, whatever you want to share, <laughs> making a difference to people's lives. Well, um, that is a big question. I'll try my best to answer succinctly. Um, so my name's Iris Shokala. I'm the Chartered Civil Engineer. And if you don't know, civil engineers are people who do everything that's got to do with the built environment. So your highways, your rivers, your airports, your homes, everything. Everything oh. hasn't just magically appeared an engineer put together. And what I do in my day job is I work in flood and coastal risk management. So everything I do makes the environment better for people, wildlife better, and I reduce the risk of flooding to communities as well as ensuring adequate water resources. So literally every day I go to work, I save lives. Well, um, <laughs> so, yeah. so much so that my professional institution made me a superhero, eco-angel. Actually, I'll show you. Eco-angel. So you're a superhero yeah. trying to save. And at this moment in time, you've had, you must have had, a, it's hardly rained, doesn't it? It has been raining, hasn't it? Um, we've had... Well, we've had we've had drought. I mean, the yeah, southeast was drought, put in a actually, drought. Yeah. We had some really extremely low rainfall since we've ever been experienced in July. Yeah. So yeah, it's been significant extreme weather,s and I guess this is climate change. And in regards to climate change, I think we all have personal responsibility as well as big corporations having their role to play. Um, yeah. but in taking personal responsibility, when I was elected a councillor in Reading. Um, one of the things I did with a local resident is I co-founded a plastic free group mm. and we actually were very successful and we had my constituency um, accredited under the surface skin sewer scheme as plastic single plastic free free uh, but obviously that took lots of work we did litter picks we worked with businesses to help them come up with alternatives that it could mm. switch single use plastic from more sustainable sources Mm-hmm. And we worked with schools, making sure the new generation knew what they could do. I went to brownies, I went to scouts, I went to championed, you know, a more sustainable world. So, I mean, this, this is just two of the things I do to make the world a better place. But it's, yeah. it's been a lifelong journey ever since I was a child myself. Every child deserves a loving family 
and that is why I founded Banya Fostering, an independent provider in 1996. In the past 24 years, we have grown to become one of the largest agencies in the UK. We thrive to support carers and empower children, providing opportunities for brighter futures. Have you ever thought about supporting a child that needs it most? So far, we've helped more than 7,000 children in our care. Which reminds me, what, what, um, what people do today is normally influenced by their background or their experience. So what do you think from your background makes mm-hmm. you what you do today? Was it messages from a teacher, from a parent? Mm, that's a good question. Um, to be fair, I think some things are who you are and then how you like how you react or respond to the experiences you have because we all have experiences but they don't make us all the same people no i always talk about you know the villain and the superhero they often have the same background story but it's the way they transmute the experience and the way they perceive it so i don't think it's just what we experience it's how we choose to perceive it and i think when it comes to perceiving the world around me i perceive it from perspective that that tells me I can make a difference and change happens from internal and what I do to taking radical personal responsibility as a starting point and Mm. then you know working in a way that I'm maximizing optimizing even using every talent I have or don't have because you Mm. can always learn and Mm -hmm. to make a positive impact whatever that Mm. might be Mm. but of course I do think I had very good role models in my parents being very altruistic people and really you know doing a fair share more than their fair share I'd say for the communities Mm. they're part of so I think that really made it normal for me that that people do good things and Mm. doing something if it's in your gift or Mm. you can learn and it can Mm. it can help people and have a positive impact it's just a non-brainer so I think you know that was really pertinent to my experience Mm. to wanting to be a positive you know, force for good in the world. Yeah, it's it's fantastic to have mm. role models, isn't yes. it? Uh, because some people don't have role, role models. And uh, do you, uh, I mean, I think for engineering, it's very male-dominated industry. And yeah. I think it's still male-dominated. I have got some sympathy with it or some empathy because I my first degree was in chemistry and I was the only woman. Go uh, chemistry, go STEM. <laughs> Yeah, so, um, and I still think, you know, years ago, it was, mm. God, when was I at university? 37 years ago. <laughs> um, um, the, I, don't, I don't think that it's changed that much in terms of being male-dominated. Well, what's been your experience of that? Change is slow sometimes. That's something yeah. that, you know, that's something that I do observe. I think institution, systems, culture, everything mm-hmm. is kind of built to the status quo i mm-hmm. think you know change brings chaos and people don't like that so they don't like state it. Yeah. tends to mm-hmm. stay the same for a long time so there yeah. is that which is yeah. just a natural order though chemistry would say everything tends towards chaos and entropy so i don't know yeah uh, whichever perspective you want to take the chemistry one or you know looking at people and how systems work mm-hmm I think there is that. I mean, looking at the stats, I think, you know, I think we have 11% of women in civil engineering at the moment. Yes. Of professional um, professional members, yeah, I think, so yeah. people who are chartered. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that those numbers are improving. I mean, they're much better than they were historically. Yeah. Even looking back to when I was a student at university six years ago, 
Yeah. <laughs> and now I do see the demographic of students changing. changing and being yes. more, oh. you know, gender balanced, more inclusive in, in all the ways that inclusion and, you know, wouldn't yeah. matter. No, that's fantastic. So, you know, change happens. It, ha it happens slowly sometimes. Mm. But honestly, what's more important to me than, than just getting women in engineering is to get people doing what they want to do. You know, yeah. getting that kind of balance with what you're good at, what you mm -hmm. enjoy and what makes a difference to the world, that Japanese philosophy, I guess, mm. um, and balancing that. And I think sometimes it might not be STEM. I could go out to school and I love doing school outreach and it, you don't want to be an engineer. You don't want to be a scientist. That's fine. But go find your way to make the world a better place and, you know, to leave a positive footprint. That's, that's great to yeah. me. You know, whatever that is, go find your path doesn't have to be mine but I certainly mm -hmm. want to find a way to contribute and to enjoy life mm -hmm. to grow and develop mm -hmm. and to become all that you could be you know and achieve your zenith potential or at least realize your zenith potential because we all have unknown amount of potentials and mm -hmm. I think it's, it's our personal responsibility to harness it to make it a reality you know so that's mm -hmm. interesting to me as an idea yes it's a yeah very much I'm, I'm going to charge I'm, my laptop, sorry. Yeah. I, I'm dying. I don't know why oh. I plug it in before this call. Apologies. <laughs> Lovely. I'm drinking my tea. Oh. I haven't had a cup of tea the whole day. So it's um very interesting to um to you know, it is a belief in some of this and accepting um that potential. Well some people that find it really difficult to find any potential in them or that they're give it, gifted and that, that they're unique, they've got a, a talent or that their talent is of value. Um, how do you, you know, um, it's quite a difficult um, some, to other people uh, to just think, oh God, I've got this gift, how can I make it of value? How can I contribute? Or the other way that people get overwhelmed with world problems. So they say, well, what's the point? The problem is too big. I can't even start. I can't make any contribution whatsoever because it's just so overwhelming. Oh, gosh, yeah. I, you know, I hear that a lot. You know, mm -hmm. I think it's a balance to be struck by having these big goals and breaking them down to small steps. After mm -hmm. all, when you're walking, even when you're a kid and you learn to do anything, you start off by learning to crawl and then you learn to walk. Or even mm -hmm. if it's in school in STEM, because I used to be a tutor, um, mm. You don't teach kids like about invisible numbers yeah. when they first start learning math. You yeah. teach them the basics, the multiple yeah. tables. You yeah. build the infrastructure that you can then use and apply later. And I yeah. think that's what you have to do in all kinds of development. You have mm -hmm. to harness the very basics. You have to get to know yourself, know where your yeah. strengths are. You know, use a very basic practice, be it journaling, be doing my strengths, my sprigs. There's so many tools out there to get to know yourself and to get to know where your strengths might lie. And to then start yeah. to rewrite stories about yourself because we all have stories I mean, we all have lived experiences right mm. but it's our responsibility to you know relearn some of the mm. nonsense we've learned yeah or and, messages so negative messages yeah. have been passed yeah. on exactly um, like that yeah. intergenerational stuff as well yeah. you know yes okay. there's so much stuff that we might need to reparent ourselves around yeah yeah and yeah. it's it starts with simple things like I'm I'm actually going to acknowledge that this is a thing. I'm going to take personal responsibility and break the chain. I'm going to be radically different, but it's not going to happen overnight. It's going to happen with. I'm going to sit here today and I'm going to journal about how I'm processing the, my my experience, how I'm perceiving my reality. I'm yeah. going to reflect on the way I'm thinking and my my mindsets and the thoughts that my mind naturally goes towards. 
I'm going to really get to, you know, go through the process. And it's a process. Mm. And understanding things are processes and the end goal is fantastic. But mm-hmm. in some ways, there is no end goal when it comes to ourselves and our self-development because we yeah, we'll constantly be iterating forever. to our very <laughs> last breath. We're so, anyway. forever evolving. In... <laughs> exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Ah, uh, yeah. So it is. It, it is. How do you how do you keep up with evolving world and evolving yourself? Because sometimes you can't even re- recognize what you were ten years ago. Yeah. Years ago. <laughs> you... I love that though. Social Enterprise Success Conference is a non-profit event that celebrates and connects social enterprises with a view to replicating them globally. We offer mentoring and coaching to aspiring change makers and leaders to grow their social enterprise ideas. We create networking opportunities to connect with supporters of social and conscious enterprise. Do more, be the impact. Because then it also makes me think, if I don't recognize who I was 10 years ago, Mm-hmm. uh what am I going to be in 10 years time like yeah. that's radically exciting and mm-hmm. I guess the things that cause us fear are also exciting so we could yeah. always flip the way yeah. we perceive it on its head and say mm-hmm. okay there's so much change in the world and that could be fear inducing but yeah. also that's radically exciting or yeah. in this chaos is an opportunity you know mm-hmm. but changing the way you perceive it and I think we can all do that mm-hmm. and it's like a anything you have to practice it mm-hmm. and it takes time and mm. no one gets there overnight to be, you know, relatively competent in something. You start off at, start off crawling, and then you yes, get to, yes. and then you get to run, and then you get yes. to go to the Olympics. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so w- w- when are you going for your Olympics? What What is <laughs> for you? <laughs> what is the What is What are you working mm. towards? What is your goal? So what mm. you, what you oh, wouldn't that be saying? <laughs> yeah. I really enjoy like learning and growing and being open to new experiences. I try pretty much everything and I'm just so excited about my expansion and where I'll be in the future. But mm-hmm. I'm really excited about the process of that, you know, the daily mm-hmm. methodology, the habits. They're mm-hmm. the things that are going to define my future. And they're the things that I most pay attention to. Mm-hmm. I don't often control all the outcomes of things. I do the work certainly to make sure I'm prepared for what life may spring upon me, but I don't control the outcomes often. Mm-hmm. Not everything's in our gift, mm-hmm. but the things that are in my gift, I take control of. I practice stoicism in that regard. Mm-hmm. And the things I don't, I dismiss and I practice the habits and I keep grounded in that so that I'm not so um, future facing and I'm able to just live in the moment as well. So Yes, I have aspirations. I have things that I would love to experience because it's about the things we want to experience, isn't mm. it? Like, mm. um, and I look forward to those experiences, but I also look forward to the experience today and mm. even how that will change my desires in the future and how I'll evolve yeah. as a regard of this conversation even, you know? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I just love it. And mm. yeah, having both, living in the moment and also looking at the future. Because some people can't afford to live in the moment. They're always thinking about this goal, the untenable, the unreachable. Mm. Well, big visions have made societies, you know, aspire. Like, I have mega visions. I'm just not going to share them on a podcast. (laughs) They're they're mega visions that almost seem impossible, right? 
These are visions yeah. I've had since I was maybe seven. Mm. Back to be pertinent, I, I wanted to be a civil engineer when I was nine years old. At the yeah. age of nine, a journey that's taken me 16 years to get to the point where I'm qualified and I do what I do now, mm. um, you know, that's a massive goal, but it started with daily steps. So mm -hmm. I did have a vision and we must have visions, things that inspire mm. us, experiences we want to have. That's mm. important. But mm. they're not achieved in, they're not achieved miraculously overnight. They're, they're achieved by the daily practice. For yeah. example, from a nine-year-old going to school, being yes. curious, looking yeah. for the work experience, doing the summer um, yeah. work placements, doing the courses, you know, yeah. doing the extra work, asking for extra work, which is yeah. important to keep growing and stretching, yeah. finishing school, going to secondary school, doing A-levels, doing a master's degree, graduating, becoming a chartered engineer. These are processes. So that's why, even though I have the big vision, I do, everyone has something that pulls them and propels them forward. It's mm. the processes that really often get you there and the habits that mm. will I study this weekend or will I mm. go do something silly that's not aligned with any of my visions for myself. Yeah. That's that's the important thing. Yeah. That's it's a, it's, mm. it's, it's really important to have a um for me it it, it gives me a, a structure, a routine mm. towards, rather than not having anything. So why do you get out of bed? <laughs> exactly. You, you, you need, need structure, don't you? Yeah. Motivate. It's like chaos and order. It's like the yeah. natural law, isn't it? Yes, it's the planet. Yes. It's like constantly chaotic. Yeah. And it like like we said in chemistry, it tends to entropy, but there's also order in it. There's patterns, there's mathematical patterns in everything, the systems. Yeah. So yes. it's about being a creature that creates order for itself so that you can then thrive when the chaos comes. Yes, yes. <laughs> Sounds yes. very mythical, but I, I do love fables and stories yes. and mythology. <laughs> so you probably get that uh, <laughs> where I speak. That's lovely. And uh, yeah, it well, it keeps you going. Um, yeah. And it's the drivers having all these uh, things in place. Yeah, exactly. Uh, because with nothing, it's a bit, and also it, it can actually get so scary that you don't do anything. If you don't have these daily habits, daily uh, things, to, routines you need to follow, because it can be just an empty vessel, isn't it? Completely uncontained. It must mm. be one big chaos and paralyzes you with fear. Oh my God, this is so scary. Yeah. Because the foundations are not there. Mm. Yes. So the basic foundations, the process, the pro you know what I mean? The methods, the routines, they're all part of this foundation, which makes you uh, to build on your vision, the, 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 what the end goal is. So I mean, to anyone who is listening, what would you know? Three tips of wisdom would you give them in terms of you know? Some people might be completely lost or petrified or too scared. Yeah, think that they can make a difference. They can uh, contribute to this society in which we live in. What oh, I'm gonna say something. I think my grandmother told my mother this, and then my mother says this. So um. I think it's my grandmother saying, really, not my mummy saying, but still. Okay. <laughs> um, so those who go and achieve great things don't have two heads. They don't. Yeah. So why can't you? Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I love, I love it. it. Yeah. I think it's an African one. Um, I don't yes, know. If my I think so. Say it. Yeah. <laughs> um, they don't have two heads. So, you know, why can't you? Yeah. And almost in that same vein, to believe that you can't be anything, to believe you have no potential is to make yourself an anomaly and so different from everyone else. So what makes you so special, in fact, that you think you're worthless? Like, because yeah. no one's worthless. So in fact, <laughs> flipping the idea of you not thinking you're special to 
actually you think you're so special to think you're so different that you've got no worth at all yeah. when nothing is worthless everything yeah. has purpose and meaning even if it you know you can't feel the positive impact it's useful it's there for a reason it's there for a yeah. lesson it's there for something yeah. a purpose yeah. So what makes you so special then in the natural order and the way the whole amazing, magnificent solar system, the system of our whole universe and everything that we experience, the materiality, why would you be so different that you have no place, no no, no contribution? Mm -hmm. I mean, think about that. Why are you so special? Then the whole universe, you're Mm -hmm. worthless. You have nothing to contribute. Yes. Mm -hmm. People do great things. They don't have two heads. So you don't have to have two heads. There's nothing not particularly special about them. Mm. So therefore, everyone is special. You you just have to harness what is unique about you, your unique potential. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not created the same. We're not created equal for sure. Okay. But it's actually harnessing the difference in us. And not being created the same as someone else doesn't mean you don't have equal value. So it's about no. that difference of valuing. You can yeah. have value, but you can be different. And really leaning into your difference, leaning into the thing that you have a unique perspective, a unique gift. Because I do think we all have unique things, you know. Mm. I have a sister who can plan the best family trips to like seven different people and with a, a perfect itinerary. You know, like everyone has different gifts, uh, no. different things they can do. And we don't always think about it. And we don't often even acknowledge it. So I think also the third thing is think about the world in the way of like the positive. And this isn't toxic positivity. This is just to help you see things more positively because obviously mm. humans are there to survive. We're creatures of survival. We're not creatures of, we're not meant to actually, our psychology, our physiology is, wasn't built to be optimized, to live life at this radical level of productivity or the way our society is currently built. It was mm. built just to make us survive, which often means that we're focused on the things that are most dangerous to us, right? So you yeah. walk in a room, you're like assessing the danger, you're assessing the thing that causes you fear. But yeah. I want you to just give yourself the opportunity to hack your neurology, hack your natural biology by just yeah. thinking about the opportunity, the excitement, the positivity at every moment, just to balance that out. And I think with that perspective and yeah. that idea that you are, Mm. able to do anything and I think there's just nothing you can't achieve with a positive mindset and the ability to just go and get it done every child deserves a loving family and that is why I founded Banya Fostering an independent provider in 1996 in the past 24 years, we have grown to become one of the largest agencies in the UK. We thrive to support carers and empower children, providing opportunities for brighter futures. Have you ever thought about supporting a child that needs it most? So far, we've helped more than 7,000 children in our care. At the end of the day, it does fall down. I was about to say that word. It boils down to your of my mindset, isn't it? Um, yeah. And, and the growth mindset is just it's just an enabler. It's an it's just an enabler. It is to do the impossible. Uh, when just everything it, is mindset in the end, doesn't yeah. it? Yes, it really does. Um, if you lo- think about what your grandmother said about that, you you don't have to have two heads to achieve. It's all about your mindset. <laughs> And having a positive outlook on the world, uh, yeah, it, it, it's it's really boils down to mindset. Uh, what wonderful 
tips there and wisdom for <laughs> to think about and yes. um, to just ha have a look at it in a in a different perspective about the same thing. And I, I, I do know that my audience really appreciate the wisdoms, which I've, I, I should publish all the wisdoms I've learned from all the speakers. Actually, <laughs> they've been you should. They, they, they're really fantastic nuggets, um, which makes you know if someone could pick it up when they're feeling quite bad about themselves or feeling overwhelmed, and they could take one of them and say, so "I could, I could do that. I could manage that." Mm. <laughs> yeah. And set things things in a different way that everyone around me don't have two heads. <laughs> They're successful. I just love it. I just love it. It's just fantastic. Any other comments you would like to share before we close? Oh, let me think. What shall I want to share before we close? Yeah, how can people reach you? How can uh what how how can the audience reach you if they want to reach you? Yes, of course. Um, if you want to get hold of me, I'm on all the social medias. Um, yeah. so my social media handle on Instagram and on Twitter is official Ayushalala. So that's O F F I C I A L, and then I O A Y O. And then Shokala, S-O-K-A-L-E. And that's where you can find me on Twitter and Instagram. But also there's my website that kind of shows all the cool things I'm up to. So you can find out all about my one girl revolution. You know, yeah. my journey as an engineer, as a former counselor, deputy mayor, as a TV presenter, as a sustainability advocate, as a coach, as a children's story reader, and all the articles I work on and the books I'm working on. So if you want to keep tabs on all the fun facets of my life, uh, my website's a really good place to go and simply ayoshokala, so A-Y-O-S-O-K-A-L-E dot com. And there you can find out all about everything I'm up to. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. Thank you very much for your time.